Welcome to the Dr. Mudgill Podcast. I'm Dr. Mudgill. Through this podcast, I will be sharing stories that I find personally inspiring and that I know will inspire you too. In this episode, I'll be speaking with John Patrick Winbury, the founder of the architecture and design firm, The Up Studio. The Up Studio is a group of talented individuals who provide a modern slant on architecture and comprehensive brand design. Hear John's story. I know you're going to love it. All right, guys. Well, I'm super psyched to have John Patrick Winbury here for the podcast today. Um, with a name like John Patrick Winbury, you know, mm. you got to be doing some seriously cool shit. You know? <laughs> I, just as a matter of background, um, John is the principal founder of The Up Studio, which is a architecture firm, but they also do interior design and brand design. And, and John really did a lot for me when I was building out this space. That's why I met John, uh, which is my Long Island office. I basically presented or commissioned John with the task of creating me the MoMA of doctor's offices. And we have a combined space here with, as John knows, um, with my wife who's a dentist. And it was like pretty serious planning that went into it. Yeah. And I, you know, just through that process, I mean, it was, pro- it was probably a couple of year long process. Yep. Um, just in terms of looking at various spaces and stuff. So I got to know John pretty well and I, you know, I got like little bits and pieces of what kind of inspired him to do what he does. And, sure. you know, and I know like you come from like a big family, which always fascinates me. So <laughs> yeah. we're going to go way back to the beginning, man. And just to you know, see how you got to where you are now with like, you know, crushing it, it the way you are, man. I love it. Cool. Yeah. Let's go. All right, man. So I guess, you know, if you just want to kind of expand if I missed anything on what the Up Studio actually is. Yeah, no, so we're an architecture interior brand design firm, like you said, and uh, we're super interested in the combination and the integration of those disciplines in any given project, and all of our projects are concept driven. So we love the idea that there's this really um, uh, integration, but that there's something driving it, right? Like we love like, oh, there's a, there's a, kind of a thread that connects all parts of the project. So that's something that we're super interested in and that's kind of how the studio is is run is that we want to make sure that that is instilled in every single project that we do. Yeah, which is, I mean, obviously with this project, even from like designing the stationery to totally changing my website. Sure. Tweaking my logo, yep. you know, sort of incorporating that element into like everything. 100%. Um, as you know, like I love to put my logo on everything. You do. Uh, you do enjoy uh, getting yeah. that out there. That's good. Yeah. So it's been, it was tons of fun for me. Um, so we, you know, after the project was done, we grabbed dinner and had sure. a couple of drinks and, you know, you were, I remember just one thing that you said just that I always remembered was, yeah. you know, we were like ordering appetizers or something and you said, uh, dude, like I literally eat whatever's in front of me, like no questions asked. Sure. Because you have tons of siblings, right? Like you came from like a really huge yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. And like you were pretty low in the pecking order, I think. So. I was the, yeah, I was the baby of seven, youngest of seven. Wow. So when I was born, it was like Simba kind of yeah. coming up and uh, the crowd was, I was chanting and, and kind of getting me all pumped up, which was cool. But yeah, I mean, at that point, you're like survival of the fittest. Right. right? So you just eat whatever's in front. Whatever's of you, in you know? front. It comes yeah. in, and like the idea was, my family structure was just if you got pushed out of the way, you didn't eat. Right. right? So you kind of had to learn super quickly yeah. to kind of get in there and uh, kind of so work your way in. What's like the breakdown? So how many brothers and sisters? Yeah. And, like, so what's the age uh, span? yep. So it's seven altogether. Uh, it's two brothers, and then it's four sisters, and then me. Okay. Uh, and me and my oldest brother. So the two old, oldest boys. Yep. And then, okay, got it. Yeah, four sisters right. and then me. 
uh, and there's uh, 20, my, my oldest brother passed away recently, but it was 21 years between us. Wow. Uh, so basically he's like my, could be my father. In, in most wow. scenarios of my friends when I was growing up, my oldest brother was the age of my friend's father. Wow. And so my dad was, uh, my dad was 45 uh, when he had me. So there was a significant wow. age difference, although he was super young, like at heart type gotcha. of thing. He was a crazy Irishman. Did he? So. He's passed away. He passed away. Yeah, he passed away about five years ago. Um, but yeah, he was uh, kind of a, an interesting kind of driver of the family, just because the way that he did things. His idea was. What did he do? So he um, he basically. I mean, the simple thing is he sold. He was a salesman, and he mm -hmm. sold. A big uh, modern material handling, they called it. And mm -hmm. it's, um, he would go to Newsday and uh, New York Times and he would sell them the forklifts and all the oh, lifts and everything gotcha. in the warehouse. Gotcha. Um, but his story kind of uh, influenced all of us because he was a straight hustler, uh -huh. right? So he was, we don't even know truthfully, like if he ever graduated high school, gotcha. so like it's the, one of those things. The like, classic Irish. Exactly, dad, like yep, the, the Irish hustler. Yeah. Uh, and it really kind of informed all of us. Like it wow. just, you know, being young and just watching that and being like, wow, like that's, that's. It's like what, like what, give me some examples. Like, you know. So it's just like, um, he was never concerned about the truth. And I like, as an architect, all okay. we deal with is, is, is truth, right? Like, it's just like, this is what it right. is. Like there's no real way around the built environment. Um, so I always found that kind of dichotomy really interesting. But when you're growing up and you see this person be able to talk to anyone at yeah. any time, it didn't, didn't matter who it was. And within two seconds, he would disarm them with right. a smile or a little joke of something. Yeah. And it was just, it was clear sailing, sailing from there, no matter what it was. Wow. And he had a temper like every Irishman right. and all that stuff. But like, he was always able to disarm anything at any wow. point. And like, that's an interesting thing when wow. you're super young. And again, he was so much older it's just like a very different dynamic because uh, while he was my father, it was just like, it was almost like this like large elder. Yeah, like yeah. He, was, he was definitely the large voice of the family at all times. Wow. And you, you guys know? grew up on Long Island, right? Yeah, we did, we grew up on Long Island in Huntington. Um, we spent majority of our family time there and then kind of moved out east, but. Um, did you go to high school in Huntington? I did, I went to uh, John Glenn High School. Oh. Um, and all my siblings went. So gotcha. seven, so all the teachers I would, six here. came in front of me and I was the last right. and they were just like, most of the teachers had my brothers who were just like setting things on fire basically. Right. So <laughs> like by the time I came, I was pretty mellow. So yeah. they were just like, you know, just whatever you need, man. Just don't, don't just, burn this place down. Yeah, just down. don't, just don't break it. Um, yeah, no, but it was, it was interesting. They were, they were, uh, it was a fun, wild, lifestyle right. growing up. It was Is always your family active. still like, you guys get together and it's still like crazy? I, you know, I think it's just like any family as we get older and Target everyone, yeah, everyone starts to move away. I mean, right. at one point, all seven of us lived within a couple of blocks of each other. Oh, wow. So every Sunday was family day and, you know, That's and uh, I grew up, it was Penn Station. That's, yeah. you know, so I'm used to that noise. I love right. that energy and stuff like that. Right. Um, but, Again, as you grow older, every, everyone of kind course, of yeah. diverts and kind of does their own thing. So a bunch of people moved out of the state. Uh, you see each other when you can. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and when we see each other, though, it's just like you know, fall right back. Exactly. In. It's just you know, there's so shenanigans going on with like that sort of background. Yeah, yeah I mean, you 
strike me as like a super like hyper organized, like super precise guy. I mean, which I admire because I'm the same as I Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. And it sounds like you had this like chaotic house. I can't imagine, I can imagine there's probably just like shit everywhere. Oh yeah, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, were you always sort of like that or do you think, for me personally, like my house, like it was kind of like a, we had a small family, but it was like a crazy house, you know, and like. It was, you know, and I am like kind of OCD because of that. Sure. Like it was like, you know, <laughs> even like my home now, like I have three little kids yeah. and, you know, I have to have like a sequestered space where like everything's like organized and in order. Yeah. Um, do you think like that kind of informed who you are now or? It's interesting. So if you talk to my friends that have known me forever, they think I'm crazy and unorganized and at, on the cuff. But uh, on the professional side of things, it, and as I older, it, you understand time management, you understand right. kind of the rigid nature of things needs to be like super precise. I've gotten there, but like starting out, it was just, it was craziness. So basically your career kind of informed you. Yeah, the career definitely kind of pushed me in a more orga- yeah. organized uh, scenario. And I'm still trying to improve on that every day. Right. Um, but I'm just even for myself have created all these systems of like you know and i guess in the end it's a huge ocd that right. that i don't know about or, yeah, or care I mean, to discuss objectively speaking like, yeah yeah exactly like, it's there it's there uh i mean even like just like a sort of simple thing i'm like hey man like you have this empty space like by the kitchenette area sure you know like can we do something cool with it and i was just expecting to be like all right cool we could try this you're literally like all right well let's do a study on it and yeah like, you came with like this crazy presentation of like <laughs> different, you know, like color sure. schemes and stuff. And I guess that's what architecture really is, right? I mean, it it's, is. It's it's that organization of all the, all that craziness. So I guess in the end, you know, growing up with that noise and that energy, yeah. um, architecture is just trying to organize all of that at right. every single time. Yeah. So even to the point, like even in the studio now, like we're trying to create these systems of like, okay, a project comes in, and uh, the beginning of the project, we want to analyze it, and we have these three parameters. Like we're setting these rules for ourselves, um, and I guess it's just because when I was growing up, there really were few and far rules. Right. So maybe as an adult, I'm just overcompensating yeah, so almost, and trying to lock it in. Yeah. It's, it's interesting thinking about that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You know, now, is. like I've become sort of a lot more introspective, and you know, you're sure. at the age where your kids are yeah. getting older, and you know, like you're just trying to like figure, like put yourself in their shoes and see like what, how yeah. your influence, you know. Yeah. Impacts them. <laughs> so I always like think about stuff like that, and I just find it like really fascinating. Especially yeah. when you come, like I came from a very small family, so I'm very fascinated by big families. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about when you start. Did you know you were going to be an architect? Like you know, when yeah. you went to college, that's what you were. Like, your primary focus was. When I went to in high school. Sure. I, I mean, I think um, my path, which I think is the interesting conversation of architecture, is so windy. So. Uh, architecture is a profession just like mm-hmm. any other professions there's really like a very set way to do things mm-hmm. but because of my family's hustle and my father um, he always was like what's the route around the straight line right so I took that route I took a very kind of windy path uh-huh. to architecture and in high school 
I, I wish now at 40, I just turned 40, mm -hmm. I wish I studied more in high school. I wish I was so more interested of things as I am now, right. um, where I deep dive into so many things. Like totally. back then, yeah. I was just like, you know. The same for me. It just, yeah. right? You're just partying yeah. and it's just all chaos. Yeah. I was super into hip hop when I was younger. Yeah, so yeah. it was like, it was hip hop and partying. That yeah. was it. School is just like happened to be there. Yeah, it's a sort of secondary yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It was a secondary thing. Um, and all my friends knew or seemed like they knew what they wanted to do. Right. I had no idea. I mean, I was interested in architecture, but I didn't know but what architecture meant. You went to a technical meant. college though, right? I did. So right out of high school, most of my friends went to you know, Penn State right. or Cornell, whatever, yeah. wherever they went. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I was like, wait, we're supposed to be prepping this? And again, right. this comes from like a big family mentality. Sure. Because it, 20 years difference between me and my oldest brother, right. college wasn't a thing for them, really. It wasn't right. really like instilled in like the lineage of like, oh, you have to go right. to college. Right. So no one in my family went. It wasn't like my one oldest brother did kind of some type of small thing, but mm -hmm. it wasn't, you know, wasn't a thing. Right. It wasn't like wasn't, you get your bachelor's degree, yeah. then go to Bradley You have to, exactly. Right. None of that path right. was really, and they were more like, you don't need that. Right, just get a job. and Get so a job and do what you gotta do. And, yeah, right. exactly. Be, so you're, you're not the first person to go to college in your family. So my oldest brother, I don't even know if he like finished. I, mm. I'm, I'm assuming I would be the first. Right. Um, wow. But again, my path is different. I don't yeah. have like the standard architecture degree. So out of school, I went to a technical school. Uh -huh. um, I just learned about like the basics of drafting and kind of uh -huh. uh, how computers... But those are the classes you just chose to take or just sort of you ran and we had to take some prerequisites or like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like... It was like in high school, someone was like, oh, you seem to be interested in computers. Mm -hmm. uh, you should look at uh, architecture. Right. You know, it was like, yeah, it was yeah. just like Some that. Survey, like exactly. That. Yeah. yeah. You can draw an existing house or something like right. that. So I learned how to use the computer really early. Uh, and I was interested in like, what does that even mean? Right. Uh, like, okay, how does this change what they do? Everyone was drawing by hand. Right. So these are like we, the CAD drawings? Yeah, it's CAD. Yeah, right. CAD, uh, like super basic. Like, what does CAD stand for? Uh, computer aided drafting okay, gotcha. something, something, right. I don't know. It's actually right. antiquated now. Okay. Now we're using something called BIM, which is like uh, the 3D version of CAD and it's more, it's more like holistic. And so that's thinking, like the cool stuff on your website? Where yeah, you're yeah, coming from above and you're right, kind of right. thinking about it on a more like larger macro gotcha. scale. Um, but again, so in uh, high school, I left there, I went to a technical school and they place you at a firm. Mm. Uh, and again, I'm just, it's just like such in the background of right. my life. I, there's no like real focus. It's right. just like it's there. Right. And I go work at this 30 person firm and I'm like- Which was an architecture firm. An architecture firm, okay. I'm like intern, I'm making blueprints. Yeah. It's like the worst job every okay. intern has. You know, you're, back then they didn't, uh, they had to make like actually like these um, ammonium based like blueprints. So yeah, like yeah. in a room, yeah. there's yeah. no ventilation. I can actually picture what those are like. Yeah, yeah. it's like smells, they're really, it's actually yeah. the blueprint. It's yeah. the blue right, on right, there. Right. With the white, um, with the white. Yep, right. exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have no idea what architecture means uh. or what I feel about it now was not present. Did you have to do this or was it like a paid summer job? Um, you do it, it it's part, part of like of kind of school. ritual. Okay. Yeah, and it's part of like, hey, you get the young kids in and just kind of teach them from the bottom up gotcha. type of thing. So we're down there and we're just like, it's, it's bad. It's okay. just like, and as a 40 person firm, they did uh, schools, like really large schools. Uh, but um, I don't know, it just wasn't anything I was interested in. It sucked. It sucked. Yeah. I was there just on the periphery. I do remember one story. My job was, my only job was to make the blueprints and to track the amount of paper. So, so if, cause what happened was if there's a big job, it's like 500 prints or something, gotcha. right? So you can't so like run out of paper. Exactly. Right. One day I'm making all these prints and I go up and I'm like, Hey, we're out of paper. 
and they're like, what's your job? Like, and I'm like, well, I'm telling you, you're out of paper. And they're like, no, no, like you're supposed to tell us three weeks ago so we could order the paper. So it's just like, you know, I just like wasn't in a flow. Like I didn't understand any of the, like the hierarchy or any of it. It did not make sense to me at all. So it ends up that I go back to the school and I'm like, like, this is not really working out. So you're like, dude, I'm not gonna be an architect. Like, architect is not for me. I'm gonna like check something. Exactly, I'm just gonna go do something else. And like, I could always find a way just with the, the hustle mentality. Right. It was like, oh, I'll just go do X, whatever right. it was. So like, what and was I, X like? I mean, I was always interested in, I was interested in, in business. I was mm-hmm. interested like in person A talks to person B and mm-hmm. something gets done. Like I was always right. like, oh. So, you know, any type of like kind of interaction with people, uh, customer interfacing, mm-hmm. I was always fine with. I could always do that. But as an intern, they're not giving me right. that, right? So I mean, I'm talking to the guy who's like 70, like that they have in the basement right. drawing details, like right. who doesn't want to talk to me. Right. Who's been doing it for like literally exactly. 30. He's he like, what are you doing? Because yeah. he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Exactly, and, he's like, yeah. and he's like, don't stop talking to me. So right. I'm like, I'm just like, I don't want to work at a big firm. Right. It was too structured, it was too like rigid. Um, so they're like, well, we have this small firm. If you want to go there, you can go. So I went, it was a five person, uh, so four or five person DH firm. Murray? Yep, yeah, okay. so it was, uh, it was called DHM at that point, okay. and I, I went, and um, uh, it was interesting. Uh, Again, I didn't know architecture. So this was just like, okay, I need another job. And yeah. Like, okay, so to try this. Try this, this. is in the summer, like between. No, it's like part, it's of, like your part of the school. You get credits for it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they were just like, yeah, just go work at this firm, see okay. if you like it. So what? Like, it was another architecture firm, though. So another architecture firm, but it was smaller scale. They were doing residential. But what made you want to do that? If you had such a bad experience the first time. I was still in school, so like, it was whatever. just like, yeah, am I gonna fine. have to like go re-enroll? It was just like the easiest path. Gotcha. It was just like, you know what? Let's just try let's something. Let's try a different form of architecture. Right. Maybe that will be it. Uh, still not even understanding what architecture right. was to me now. Uh, so I went there and it was just doing big McMansions in Long Island, okay. which uh, was fine. And I was yeah. like, this is architecture. And I was good at it. I yeah. could like knock out a drawing really quick. So um, they were like commissioning you to like, hey, make a plan for this? Yeah, because- house, Like this million dollar house? Yeah. Like an intern? Like intern. Okay. Yeah, because a small firm. Right. Like in a small firm you have to do everything, right. exactly. So I would go to client meetings yeah. and I was like, this, this is, kind of, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, I, I was like, I could talk to any client right, right off the bat. And they liked it because I was young. So they yeah. were like, I, you know, I'm sure I looked super green to them, but they were like, oh, he seems like he knows what he's talking yeah. about. So let's, you know. Um, but I will never forget this one day, Adam, who's my business funny, partner. Like, you'd like talk to like, say I needed a McMansion built. Sure. And you'd, you'd come. I'd come with, with, with the, owner, right? Uh, and he was a 70-year-old guy, and uh-huh. he didn't want to talk to anyone, so right. I kind of doing the, do most of the chat. So were you just like bullshitting people? Yeah, I yeah, I was the hustle. Like, hey, this, uh, this is yeah, how we do it. How yeah. yeah, what do you need is a... I mean, how could you possibly even know about like the I have materials, no idea. you're just talking shit, basically. Yeah. I kind of pick up quickly, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I follow along, and I'm like, oh, You'd yeah. hear the catchphrase, and then you'd use that on the next person. Person, yeah. exactly, oh, no, yeah, the, yeah. What you need is X, yeah, yeah. this is how to do it, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. You need a double, no, I would never. I mean, I think inherently anything that we do is built in hustle. Yeah, it's just yeah, totally, I get it. We're kind totally of it. it's just it's in my DNA to do that, um, and I think as a work structure, as we get as we start to expand, I think we have to tighten that up a little, right? right? Because I'm used to doing that, but the group around me is not. Right. So they're like, hey, like let's keep to the keep online yeah. here. So that's good. It's kind of pulling me in and kind of forcing me to be like really, really dead on with what, and me more precise with what we're doing. Right. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I never forget uh, working at that firm, um, my business partner now, 
he was right. working there. We were young. He, I was 19. He was 20. Okay. So he was and a year he, old. This is Adam. He's a year older. Yep. Okay. Adam, he, he's, a, he's going to architecture school. Mm -hmm. um, so he was, in, he was in graduate school or he was an undergrad architecture Undergrad program? architecture okay. program and like a real architecture school. Right. Okay. What I went to was a technical architecture. He, was school. he at NYIT also? Yep. Okay. NYIT. Oh, gotcha. But it was a school within the school. Exactly. Yep. So he knew that hey, this is what I'm doing. He was focused. Oh, right. right. And he was like, this isn't architecture we're working on, there's this whole other world. And I'm young and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And then one day he came in and it was like this by this, it was a little fundies model is what it's called, like a fundamentals uh, model. That's like with that wood? That yeah, like really it's like a little wood, wood. Yeah. yeah, like a balsa yeah, wood yeah, yeah. or a basswood. And you make these like little sculptures and they're trying to teach you the fundamentals of architecture. Right. But, I, or modern architecture. Right. And he came in with it and I was like, what is that? You know, and it just like a little spark, like, right. oh, that's kind of interesting. Like, right. it's something very different and it's very abstract. It was very conceptual. And I was like, wow, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. And I did not know about that world at mm -hmm. all. Um, so was that like he just was working on some project for school and just it was school. It, exactly. Like, yeah. Because he would like, he work. would, he had to draw it up. That's right. So, so on the side, he would like, it, Exactly. Like, and I'm, I'm like looking at it like all day that day. And I'm like, oh, it's, what is that? Like, what is, and we're working on these big, like, you know, big houses right, right. and there's like really no scale and this thing is like super like intimate. Trapped in the little yeah, and there's like everything's thought out and what we're working on are big kind of production houses. So right. there's not really a lot of like, oh, this is where my family's gonna live stuff. It's right, more right. like, hey, you need This is cool, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. So, yeah. so I was like, where is the where is that? Um, and there happened to be this modern house that was by the office and mm -hmm. by NYIT and Old mm -hmm. Westbury. Um, and I remember kind of like discovering that a couple of weeks later and convincing Adam, be like, let's go to a site visit and let's stop by that house. It was like, it's there a bigger were, version of- It was being constructed? It was being renovated. Okay. So it was built like in the 70s or 80s, gotcha. famous, super famous wow. house, um, hidden in the woods. Wow. And uh, it was basically a large version of this fundamental model. Oh wow. So I was like, you know, let me like, let's go see it. Let's go talk about it. So we walk up, and this is, again, it's all stupid hustle, mm -hmm. but we go up and Adam's like, well, like, how are we gonna get into this house? And I was like, oh, we'll say we're the architects. We're like 18 and 19, right? Yeah, we just like yeah. walked up to the door, the GC is right there, he's cursing, he's yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, no, no, we're the architects. And he's like, seriously. And I'm like, I just, I wanna see a modern house. And he's like, oh, come in. So he like, let us walk the house. Oh, wow. And- So he called you out on your, Oh, totally yes, called us out. Let he let us go. He just, just like felt bad for us. Right, He's right. like, go through. And from that point on, everything changed because wow. walking through the space. So it was a raw space, like no sheetrock on the walls. Or, um, there was some, doing, but it was there a construction site. It was a construction site, but you could get the volume. You could get mm -hmm. the feel of like what was happening in the, in the project. Right. And I remember distinctly thinking, and I think about it almost every single day since that moment, that someone thought about my path through this house. Right. And I just was blown away. I was like, someone is thinking so deep into- right. About the flow. Of, about the yeah. flow, about the sun, about like where people are gonna gather and, and what's their experience from point A to point B? Right. What's the circulation through the public spaces? Right. What happens in the private spaces? None of these things were I ever talked about. Right. And I just instantly like felt that. So um, right after that, I, I decided, I was like, I'm going to architecture school. I want to become a modern architect. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, 
But again, it all goes back to this like roundabout way to right. become an architect. Well, you literally had like an aha moment. Yeah, it was, it was, it happened right there for me, and I was like, "How do I do this? I want wow. this is what I want to do forever. Like, wow, that's crazy. I want everyone to walk through our projects and be like, "Oh my God, they thought about right. everything." Um, and it's funny because even here, you know, the really wild ceiling that we have. Sure. Um, you know. Folks are like, you know, oh, what, like you must be like hiding ductwork or doing something. Yeah. I'm like, no, like literally, it's just because it's cool. Like, yeah, it was just it, a, it's cool, and it it's, and it draws, it's, it's a flow. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 reminding everyone of the experience through the space, right. which is kind of the 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 idea was how do we make that circulation for someone who may be nervous in a doctor's office? Right. How do we calm them, and how right. do we kind of make it really simple? And then once we figured that out. Then we wanted to like make that path on the ceiling right. and like kind of let them understand that like that flow is bringing you to this room. Yeah, and yeah. so it was kind of cool. Um, but signed up for architecture school, but just didn't do it the so normal way. So this is way. what like your second year of college, or yeah, second year of college. And uh, in architecture school in NYIT, it's a five-year program. Is like the design program uh -huh. is five years. Okay, um, is that like a master's program? Or? It's not a master's. It's still undergrad. Uh -huh. And then if you went to a master's, you would have less time to go. I see. Um, but they want five years of design. They really want to oh, instill wow. like the fundamentals all the way through. Um, so what you can do, you can go full time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. all hustle. Yeah. I'm like, well, if I went part time and just took the design courses, because what I what I almost instantly realize is that in architecture school, you take uh, a studio, which is your main, you spend 95% of your okay. time there, and 5% in all of your other courses. Gotcha. And I was like, well, all I want to learn is design. That's all I'm interested in. The other courses, fine, I need right. those, but like, what if I worked full time and took, and figured out like a, a hybrid situation which is all I ever do. Right. So I'm like, if I worked full time um, and then I went to school part time, could I actually still go through the five year program? Right. So NYT does not allow that. Um, okay. But I told them that eventually I was gonna become full time. But after like the second year, I realized like this is like a little workaround because what our boss told us was, hey, I'm retiring in three or four years. Uh, the company's just gonna close. So you can take it over if you want. Wow. So my so this is you and Adam at this point were like going to take over. Yeah, we're going to take over this architecture right. firm, and it wasn't the type of architecture that we were truly passionate about. Right. But it was. It's still a starting point. And when it's yours, you could do whatever you want. Exactly. Right. So we were like, well, uh, at least in my mind, I was like, if I go full time at school, I'm going to lose that. Right. So I came up with this hybrid and. Uh, design was like every Wednesday from 9 to 11 so right. I would go to that and then I would go work until 10 o'clock and then I would go from back to the studio and I would go from 10 to 2 or 3 in the morning and wow. I would sleep two hours and then I would go back to the office oh, wow. and make up my work so I mean you know I was on a 20-hour schedule every right. single day it's crazy uh, that was your passion yeah so. and it just like but it all just made sense wow. like almost overnight for me and everything shifted towards that. Um, and I'm glad it happened to me a little later because if I was 18, I just w would wanted to party, right, you know? Right. But at the time oh, that was happening, yeah, that point, right? I was at like 21, 22, yeah. you know, I'd partied so much and I was just like, yeah. you know what, maybe this is a more interesting thing. Right. And we were still partying and we were still doing yeah, that, course, but yeah. I was really kind of focused on that kind of end game. Wow. Yeah, so that's kind of a... So 
I guess kind of segueing into like your professional life. Sure. So you, you and Adam, obviously you graduated. Adam yep. was a year older than you. Did he start working at DH Murray like right after he graduated, waiting for you to come? Um, so the path was, we were both working there. Mm-hmm. Um, Don, uh, who was our old boss, uh, was waiting for us to graduate. Um, but even after you graduate, you still need three years under an architect. So he was like really oh, just wow. kind of like milking his time. This is like um, in order to even get your license? Exactly, or, yeah, okay. for licensure. So it's basically it's like our a resident, bar. It's like a residency. Yeah, you take a residency right. and then you take our version of the bar mm-hmm. exam, uh, which is a, like Which you can only part. take after working for three years? Yeah. Oh, wow. Now they've changed that, but mm-hmm. at that point you had right. to like have that time. Gotcha. Um, what I found out, um, again, I hate to keep on saying the word hustle, but yeah. it's just no, it's, kind of always like, hustle. it's always yeah. in my brain. Um, but what I found out in New York State, you can become an architect without having a degree. Right. Uh, it's one of the few states in the country that oh, you can wow. do that. And all you have to do is work under an architect for 10 years. Wow. So what I did was I used this like little loophole, which is basically I went to school for five right. years as a part-time student learning right. modern design. Working in architecture the whole time. Exactly. So right. I'm getting credit for all that time. Oh, wow. Um, and then when I came out, I already had three years experience. So I only needed two more years and then I could actually sit for my exam. Oh, wow. So it was actually a shorter path for me personally wow. than what the prescribed path was. Right. And again, that's always like kind of my father's mentality. That's crazy, man. So you, like, do you not have a degree? I do not have a degree. That's yeah. insane. And you know what's funny? Like when now we're a published firm and yeah. we're doing some really exciting projects. When we first started out, we're like, let's kind of like keep that low. But you know, I just feel like, I think everyone should know there's multiple right. paths to an end goal. Like That's it doesn't have to kind of yeah. have to be the straight thing. So I, I think my goal always is to go back. I always want to go back and get it. I think yeah. it's like, an, for me, it's like, Maybe when I'm 60, I'll go back and right. get it. It's like kind of like after you retire. Yeah, yeah. after I retire, yeah. uh, we're working too many hours to do it right now. But uh, what yeah. about everyone else in the firm? Everyone else is standard. That's pretty cool. So the guy who um, basically started the firm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I want to use like so my mentality, and I'm sure you have it too, is yeah. like. I mean, ego is is a big thing and something yeah. I struggle with, and I think everyone Real does. Um, but I want to hire people that are smarter than me. Totally, in everything, right? Right, and and more experienced and smarter. That's yeah. that's what we look for. So everyone, like Adam, is way way more experienced, way smarter than me in all of this stuff, and I just I add that little kind of like curveball aspect right. to it, right? And right. I'll, but I mean, that's the way I think it, it works for right. us. Um, yeah, I, I have to tell you, for me, like when I was. I had an architecture firm that I used for my New York City office. Sure. Yep. Really, like, it, I was literally just found. I was like thumbing through a magazine. Yeah. And my my wife actually, uh, he designed a dental office, a really crazy dental office. When I was like, oh, check this guy out. Cool. I called him, amazing guy. Like, yeah. We like literally, we had a phone call. And we're like, hired. We're gonna do this. And that's he where he never you got work. a medical office, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when I met you guys, it was through Glenn, who's my contractor. Yep. And. You know, I met you guys, and just what struck me was like you were just like these cool, like tatted up young <laughs> Brooklyn guy. Like that's a, that in my head. I was sure. Like, you know, yeah. And it was just, it was. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I think it was very much the same thing for when I hired you guys. Like we had a conversation. And I was yep. like, All right, cool, done. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like, built on a vibe. Like you guys really exude this cool vibe, and everything that you guys do is just so cool. Like that's your awesome. website's we cool. We appreciate it. Yeah. The hat shop that you did in Soho is cool. Like it just cool. everything, t- and 
it was so outside of the box. Like, I wanted someone outside of the box. Sure. Yeah. For the project that I, you know, that I had going. Yeah, yeah. And you guys were definitely outside of the I don't think you'd ever done it. We haven't. We hadn't. And yeah, we, we didn't do a dental office um, or dent, you know, or any type of medical office. It just felt like, you know, when you're young, you you just you accept everything, and you're yeah. like, you know, and that's an interesting thing about architecture is that you have to like build your portfolio. So. Right. But I mean, it's just like a, it's a vibe, right? Yeah, totally. We met you and I was just like, we want this to be our best client. Like, what yeah. are we doing? Like, we'll just figure it out, you know? Yeah. And you just call, I mean, that's the thing. It's just like anything. You have so many resources. Right. I know people at every single firm in the city. Right. And I know people that do medical. So I call yeah. them up and I'm like, hey, like, what do you do? And they kind of, oh, you have to make sure you do X, X, and X. We do that, but we still want to add our our energy and our concept-driven designs yeah, totally. like to the to each project you know so what, what about the rest of the guys or guys and gals yeah in the firm so so it's you and adam yep me and, and adam then, and then jeff came on uh super short after that is, is he an architect also no he's a he went to pratt for graphic okay. design um and he's so why would you bring a graphic designer i mean i i, I love that idea like, yeah because you know, it's basically a, like a one-stop shop one-stop shop yeah but was that your intent um, so I think uh, an architect's role is, it's like a badge of honor to mm. show the client so much work mm. because we're staying up 20 hours and mm. we're, you know, we're doing all this stuff. Mm. So in my mind, it's like, got to show them everything, got to right. prove like what we've put our heart and soul into this design. Um, and I met Jeff through a friend um, and day one, he was just like, he was just working with us, helping us with our presentations. Right. And he basically was like, you. edit so out, like, edit. I gotta present this to the client. You exactly. have like a slick presentation. Slick presentation. Like, like when you guys send me an email, it's like the slick. Yeah, like, we wanted like super, presentation, yep, yeah. super clean, super precise of what we're doing. Right. Um, but I didn't really know that oh, then. That's interesting. Right? Like, I would give him all of this content. So he was like a contract, like a subcontractor. He was subcontractor like, in the hey man, beginning. Make this presentation. Make whatever, it, make it pretty. Made, yep. Whatever it is. And like a weekend, I was, I was like, he totally understands what we're doing. Like, right. how do we, how do we make this work? Right. You know, and like inherently, design for us is, is it doesn't have to be, you know, a building or a yeah, house. Yeah. It's everything. Um, it's everything, yeah. right? Like it's, it's like the coaster. It's, right. it's the signage. It's, right. it's everything. So. He was really passionate about that right. and he gave his expertise right. on that stuff yeah. and it just felt like total smart to like have him in but he like really instilled in us this idea that like clarity right. you need to present clarity because right. we would do these projects and we would do these presentations and i would show them literally everything right and we would do like two months worth of work we'll have them come in and the client didn't like the color of the wall and the right. entire project would blow up right. and we'd start from scratch and it right. was just like so mind-bending so he was like, let's edit ourselves. Let's, what's the concept? Right. And then we talk about the concept and be like, well, let's just, you know, and then other firms are, are talking about this idea of um, kind of this like really linear path of like what the design process is. And we were like inspired by that. And right. so we kind of created a hybrid of our version of that. And we distilled is all it, of our projects. Is it unique though? Like for, were you guys having a graphic designer in house as an architecture firm? Um, I don't think it's common, but you know, in, in some of the really progressive firms, they, they have right. it just because they want that language to be really, really constant. You know, I think one of the things that you said that is sort of like this global theme in like any sort of business book or like sure. whatever, even like self-help books, that sort of thing is surrounding yourself with people that are smarter than you, right? You never want to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah, no. And you know, just knowing your team, it's amazing to me. First of all, it's amazing to me how committed everybody is to like the, 
the sort of fundamental mission that you guys have? Like everyone's just so passionate about it. Like you yeah. know, whether it's Julia or Jeff or you know, Adam, I haven't interacted with much on a personal level. Sure, sure. But you know, you can just tell like he's like this intense dude. Who's, like, yeah, you know, he's like, locked really, in. Yeah, 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 super locked in. Sure. And then even some of the other guys, like I give a guy who kind of CJ and JD. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's awesome, man. Like you guys are just like this crazy. It's cool, team, man. You know? I mean, it's it, something I actually admire, and I'm trying to emulate my pride. It's just hard to do that. It's hard to find people that are just so committed to that singular goal. Yeah, everyone's so singularly focused. It's it. I mean, that's super kind, and and we appreciate that. I think, from our perspective, I think I'm always trying to make sure that we're doing that. Right. And I feel like. I've, we fight upstream with that sometimes. Yeah, well, you have um, to. Yeah, it just feels like it's it's not, you know, as focused as, as I want it to be. Um, and I think that's constantly evolving and we yeah. want to make sure. But I think no matter what, 100%, everyone in the office is smarter than me. And I yeah. think, like, for me, I'm... A, and they probably take the same view, obviously. But I'm, I'm fine. Listen, yeah. I, I'm okay. If I could be the funny guy, yeah. like, I'm, you know, I'm good. Right. As long as I know that we're doing really beautiful work and we're really passionate yeah. about what we're trying to execute in our projects. Well, it's kind of like you're the, the conductor. I mean, the musicians are, like, much more talented, like, in an orchestra. Yeah, yeah. Than, say, the, I don't know if that's the truth, but it just seems like that to me. But yeah. But just someone has to kind of, like, get everyone working together and like, we you know, wanna, make that symphony yeah, work, you know? Yeah, we so. want to try to do it. And I think... We're at a point now where we're seven people, and um, you know there's bumpy times in any yeah, in any studio. Of course. Um, so we're actually looking for like a business development strategy, um, and just talking with people, they want to kind of bring us to like 15 people because they think that's like a really good mm -hmm. place for us to hum along at. Um, so that ethos and that kind of passion, we want to make sure. Anyone that we bring in the office right. is kind of doesn't dilute kind of, it. Yeah, yeah, just kind of locked in in that direction. I know that's going to be super yeah. tricky. Yeah. Uh, so it's something that we're kind of internally debating on yeah. how we do that and stuff. Yeah. I, I guess one of the things we should probably just close on sure. is just when, when you guys were working on my project. Yeah. And this was you know like three four years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, you had a couple of projects under your belt. You had yep. like the hat shop in Soho, which yep. is like this really small, like really slick space. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you had um, there was like a house that you guys did. Um, it was kind of like this modern house in like the woods or something like that. It was like a small house. Yeah. Yep. A small edition. Um, and I think that was pretty much like yeah, it. Like it that's was, all you had on your website. Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking like it was all this stuff was really cool. Yeah. But like when I go to your website now, it's like. Effing crazy how much <laughs> stuff you have. Like you have that crazy house on the beach, in yeah. Long Beach. You have this like crazy house in Florida, like that is like literally the most insane thing I think I've ever seen. I appreciate that. That's, um, that's... you have like this cabana that you did with this huge crazy cantilever. Yeah, yeah. Like just it's it's for sort of the scope of the projects is amazing. Like you know how different they all are. Yeah. But just the size of some of these projects, it's like holy crap! Like how do you go from a hat shop in Soho to building like some twenty million dollar house in Boca. You know? Yeah, no, it's it's interesting, and I mean, I think a lot of firms have the same path where you have to kind of early infancy of a studio is convincing yeah. someone to let you build the project, right? right? Like that's it. Like yeah. your only goal is to be like, this is really cool. We're passionate about it. Or let us ever build like, this. Holy shit! Like, I can't yeah, they're trusting us. Like, with so this. I think in the end, we've been trying to as we've expanded rapidly and yeah. our projects have expanded like I'm trying to appreciate it 
but it's yeah. hard because I'm up at 3 a.m. freaking out about right. the next project and what do we need to do. Yeah. But I want to be able to enjoy this because I know a lot of firms don't get to even this point that we're at now. Right. And I know we can be even better. Right. Like I know our projects can be tighter. I know our deliverables can be so much smoother and we can really like push the client's understanding of the projects along. Um, but we're trying to say like, we're we're getting there. Like yeah. this is actually starting to happen for us. So it's, it's, it's exciting. so cool, like watching it. You know? Cool, like, that's as, awesome. Uh, you know, as, as an outsider. You yeah, know? and you're just as much as in. You gave us this yeah. like this ability to start. You know, yeah. you were one of the first commercial projects that we did, uh, and you believed in kind of this idea that we were pitching to you, yeah. and you let us follow through. And the space looks amazing. And to know that I can come back. What did we do three three yeah, years ago? Yeah. And it looks as yeah. good or even better than when we left yeah. it. Well, that's my, to me, that's my is this good. place? Believe it or not, like in three years, I probably painted this place like five times. I love it. You know, Listen, so. you're the perfect yeah. client. That's yeah. what we want. We want this thing to look amazing all the yeah, time. And it, and it yeah. does. And like that, that I have to say is, every patient that walks in here is mm. just can't believe it's a doctor's office. That's awesome. Know? That's great. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome. I, I couldn't be happier here. That's awesome. And I, you know, I can't thank you enough. First of all, for building this crazy awesome space that we're. Filming this in right now yeah. and recording this in right now. That's um, exciting. By the way, we're doing yeah. a podcast in a space that we designed. Exactly. Man. That's insane. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm gonna hold you to you know when we were talking, chatting that you know you said you're gonna, you're gonna design a really cool house for me one day when I'm ready. 100. percent We're I'm in. Hold you to that. I love it. We're ready um, to go. This has been awesome, man. Like really, I just I getting a sort of a glimpse into what drives someone's passion and then like a field that I really know nothing really about. Sure. You know, it's been awesome, man. And I think everyone's going to really love hearing this. Man. Cheers. I appreciate can't it. can't thank you enough, man. Thanks so much. All right, John. Have a good one. You too, man. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Mudgill podcast. You can find the corresponding video to this podcast on my YouTube channel and on Instagram TV, where you can find me at dr underscore mudgill. Let's get it.